What's up, Mr. Enzo? Oh, hey, what's up, Mr. Papillon? <laughs> We're back, baby. The No Flow Show. Your favorite breakers, favorite breakers. It's been a while. It's been a minute. It's been a while. It has been a while, man. What uh what you been up to, Mr. Enzo? Oh, you know, man, just uh breaking. Breaking my fingers off. <laughs> Not you've literally. Been, you've been pulling some heat too, my dude. Yeah, no, man, I have. It's been uh it's been wild, bro. Wild wild last month for sure. I'm over here just trying to keep up, my dude. Well they didn't they didn't let you break Star Wars last night, so they didn't want they didn't want to see me be great. That's what it was. Yeah, no. You couldn't even contend because it was just like you your break was fatigued and then, you know. Oh, we'll, we'll we'll get into that. We'll save that for a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> that was uh that's probably the most interesting break I've ever read in my life. Um, yeah, no. But yeah, we'll get into that. Um a few weeks back we uh we promised to uh to go over uh some questions that some people had some viewer questions yeah all right yeah. let's kick it off here what do we got yeah um which what do we got what's he got uh tn stevie asked what is each's background how do we get into the hobby our pc teams favorite sport to collect you can only have one card in your PC. What is it? This is multiple questions. My man sent us all right. So let's entire show. Yeah. So let's let's kind of let's, let's break it apart. What's each other's all backgrounds? Right. Well, me. I'm from Tampa, Florida. Live up in the Panhandle of Florida now. No, no flow, if you will. Um, I'm a bank manager. A lot of people don't know that about me. So that's why I'm also CFO of No Flow Cards. <laughs> um, How did I get into the hobby? Because Mr. Papillon here called me one day and said, hey, I'm going to start doing sports cards. And I laughed at him. And he was like, nah, bro, it's like a real thing. <laughs> sure, man. It took me about three months, but I finally, you know, finally got into it. Eventually started joining your breaks. And next thing you know, like I was chasing rainbows and subbing cards to PSA and yeah that was what that was like October 2020 during the pandemic yeah what about you Mr. Yon what's your what's your background how'd you get started in the hobby yeah I um uh, yeah I was uh I was at the end of a end of a job it was right when COVID happened uh the job got really crazy because you know supply chains got all messed up with COVID and um, the days kind of became a little empty because work was really slow. And I was like looking for something to do, looking for something to do. And uh, I jumped into uh, sports cards. I just, I made a Twitter, zero followers, nothing, knew nothing about sports cards. And just started following people and watching and seeing how things worked. And then... Uh, Crunch time cards. I joined a break of his, my dog Chase, and uh, yeah, from there the rest is kind of history, if you will. Got did the whole Poppy on Trading Co. thing, and now we're here with No Flow, um, which 
I mean, to me is like is like the greatest thing ever because we really just hang out all day, every day, and talk business and talk life and yep, yeah. So it's a uh, it's like an easy excuse to hang out with your best friend all the time when you're like, babe, <laughs> babe, you got work tonight. We're making money, babe. <laughs> all right, cool. Uh, PC teams was his next question, so. Me and Pop kind of have similar PCs, but football for me is the Patriots. Baseball is Red Sox. Basketball is Celtics. And then for college, I am a UF graduate, so I collect pretty much anything Gators. Um, Also F1. Me and Pop do F1 collecting. I have PC Mr. Esteban Ocon. And I guess you could say you PC Albon autos. You PC Albon too. Albon and then Drugovic and yeah, Bowman autos really are where my bread bread and butter is. Yo, um, if you're like who buys, who buys the the purple, the purple, the true purple, true purple auto out of two fifty of of a rookie that's like six dollars on eBay. It's this guy, it's Enzo, and so as a refractor of every first Bowman in the last like two classes, and I think it's probably getting worse as we speak. Like I think he just bought a card right I mean, now. Actually, just won an auction right now. Well, that's funny you say that. Yeah, no, man, that's uh, I'm into the Bowman autos now. That's my thing. So that's kind of where I've been going with it and. Staying up with the F1, but really, I have a lot of 2020 stuff, and so it's uh, kind of set there. You know, what about you, Mister Papion? What do you PC? Yeah, you so, got some. You got some some different ones. Yeah, I got I got some cool stuff. So I'm I collect basically anything Eagles, um, and I say anything because like probably the deepest part of my Eagles collection, aside from the greatest Jalen Rager collection ever assembled, aside from that. Also have like a crazy offensive line auto collection from Eagles offensive linemen. Uh, so yeah, I anything Eagles and then also Red Sox, Celtics, uh, University of Miami players, um, the like four University uh, or Florida Atlantic players. <laughs> There's like Devin Singletary and like. Devin Sing- worse, bro. <laughs> Devin Singletary. Don't forget. Yeah, Devin, <laughs> remember that other one, Devin Singletary. <laughs> but um, but yeah, that's where I went to school. I went to FAU, so that's that's my squad. But you can't. Yeah, I mean, you need like a a top twenty five type of team. And that's uh, we got the U, baby. <laughs> well, you they're, know. they're gonna be back this year, and so yeah, yeah, of course, yeah, yeah, no, 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, favorite sport to collect. We might be same on this one. Mine's baseball. Favorite sport to collect. Oh. Yeah, I I'd say I'd say it's baseball, but it's close. I um <laughs> I love basketball, dog. <laughs> I do too. Yeah, no, I do too, but I like baseball because you've got the first Bowman aspect. So you've got you exactly. can collect cards for players that might not that people won't even know until you know two or three years after you get their card. Jordan Walker, for instance, right? Everybody that I know that watches baseball never heard of Jordan Walker. So <laughs> like, Don't worry, you will learn very soon. 
would be, you know, I think probably probably over the last like four months is when like normal people have started talking about Jordan Walker. But anyone that like knows Bowman or has been around the hobby knows about my man. <laughs> yeah. No, he's been on the radar. Or if you, you know, do prospecting. Yeah. And you know about Mr. Jordan Walker and his elite <laughs> numbers. Um, okay, what's his last question here? If you could only have one card in your PC, what would it be? Man, that's a tough one. That is a tough question there. I would say... Man, if you could, like, strip it all down and and it was just one card, I don't like living in that world. But if I had to, it would probably be, like, a David Ortiz auto. Yeah, I think for me, I have a, I have a Hertz auto that um, that Mike Jets gave me, um, and then I've received two one of one racks, the uh, the Rager one of one, and the Kenneth Gainwell one of one, and like I think like just because like those mean more to me than like cards I get randomly or cards I get in breaks. Getting somebody, getting something from somebody, um, like I keep all the notes with everything. I have a bubble mailer that's like full of just notes from like different racks and stuff. Um, Cause yo, honestly, if I'm having a bad day, I open that bag and I read all those notes, and I'm like, it ain't that that's bad. Mike Jets, bro, my man Mike Jets is the king of notes, handwritten notes. Yep. On an index card or a sticky note, whatever he has at his disposal. Yeah. But my man makes sure to do it for everything. I've actually, I'm working on a, and I think I've told you about it. I won't disclose what it is, um, but I'm working on a little side PC for Mike. A little Mike Jets rack. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to get him a nice note and, you know, the Mike <laughs> treatment, if you will. Um, yeah. All right, this next question is a good one, and I'm, I'm excited to answer this. Getting some thread on Twitter asked, would you pay 100000 plus for a Super Fractor? And then he asked, what is your max you'll spend on a card? So my answer to the Super Fractor is if it's a LeBron, then absolutely. Yeah. LeBron rookie Super Fractor? Yeah, I mean, it's all relative. You know what I mean? You also um, have to have the 100 Yeah, right? So yeah, right. In this world, we have a hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, I mean, I'd buy one of Mahomes. You know, like I think of the right player, sure. But if we're just saying, like, for our PC, probably not. Uh, what's the max you'd, you'll spend on a card? I know for me, it's probably the one thousand mark, which might surprise some people. But it, I just have a tough time buying a card worth more than that. I think I really sprung for a Bowen auto and that was like a treat and I haven't even come close to that. <laughs> yeah. I like I I think for like my like own collection it would be probably like 500 bucks. Like I I love collecting, but I actually like I like the like volume collecting. Like I have like one of like almost every Jalen Rager rookie card. Like I like that as opposed to like getting like super high end stuff. 
Um, yeah. So like, I'd rather take, uh, you know, I'd rather take instead of spending three thousand on a card, I'd rather take three thousand and like spend Get some volume out of it. Yeah, and like spend on exactly what I would want for a PC. Um, but if it's like talking about like wheeling and dealing, I mean. If I had the cash, I'd buy whatever card makes sense. Like, you know, yeah. if it's the right deal, I'll spend five grand on a card. If I know that, you know, over time it's going to go up or I could crack it and resub it and it's going to go up and stuff like that. That's um, a good deal. Yeah, I mean, there's there's certain exceptions to the rule for sure. And I know for, for me, you know, with Bowman, I do like a lot of buying to hold to sell in the future right like that's just part of the game exactly collecting prospect cards um and i tend to to collect in the way that like i'm looking for the sleepers right like there's there's guys that go out there and they'll buy the le's and the lawlers and the myers the holidays um and those are like blue chips i like getting lower than that i like going to like the mid-tier the low-tier stuff well, sometimes that's where it you, works out. Sometimes it doesn't. <laughs> say, I mean, you get some really good value there. You can also get people that like they're not playing baseball in two years. <laughs> right? Yeah, like uh, Baron Lore. I didn't go too heavy on him. Think, thankfully, but my man just got released. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. I had him at once. He was like a top ten guy in his product, yep. and he is not even on a team. I mean, he did get in a car accident, so there was a little un- unluckiness to it. Um, he got injured because of that car accident, but it's still, that's, you know, it's a possibility. So I like to spread the, uh, diversify your ponds, if you will, <laughs> a little bit. Um, all right. And then Andrew B is the last question we have. Um, how did we start breaking? And then he asks, what is something that's tough on breakers behind the scenes that most people don't know about? So for me, starting breaking was, I just kind of followed you into it. Um, <laughs> You know, I was like, hey, like, I kind of want to do some baseball. Like, you know, you were really into football at the time. You were really heavy on the mosaic. Um, and it was just that time, like, right, like, football was just nuts. Yeah, it's was football nuts. was a vibe. And here I am. I'm like, oh, you know, I'd like to do some baseball. <laughs> Nobody's know, breaking uh, ball, dude. Yeah, so I started, you know, I think my first break was Topps Chrome, Topps Chrome Black. Um, and then I went right into Bowman, thanks to our buddy Rutcap. He was like, yo, you should run these Bowman draft breaks. And I got hooked, man. It, I mean, it was so much it fun. It was just fun. So that was back when we were running 2020 Bowman draft jumbo, three tiered for like $60. <laughs> 65 <It's insane. laughs> Yeah. It'd be like 120 right now to run that same break. Oh, um, but yeah, so that's how I started. And then as far as something that's tough on breakers behind the scenes that most people don't know about, I'm sure we could give you guys a, a, a couple of things. I'll say the first for us is filling breaks. <laughs> like, <laughs> so, like, the, the the great part about breaking is it's fun, right? You're opening boxes. You get to, you know, hit people cards. But a lot of people don't realize, like, there is it takes a lot of time to fill breaks sometimes. You know, like, some breaks fill quick and it's easy. Um, sometimes it's a little bit of a struggle and you've got to, like, work on it. And it takes time and it takes effort. And then you've got to, you know, collect payment and make sure all that stuff's well, straight. So there's well, a think, lot I think that goes to that point, before. I think to that point, dude, is like trying to fill, right? You, uh-huh. you, you know, sometimes it's super easy. You just like drop it and everyone joins. 
And then there's other times where you think that's going to happen. You're like, oh, this product's great. Pricing's great. You're like, you're like, oh, I saw four other people run it and our prices are lower or comparable. We're like, oh, this is going to move. And then you drop it and you got the, the Travolta, Travolta.gif. <laughs> where, where is everybody at? Yeah, I mean it's you know that's the thing. It's it's there's the price component of it. It's a it's an ever changing market with wax with singles, players, players can have effect on the product. You know what I mean? Look at Brock Purdy, right? He gets injured, his prices go down fifty percent. So now it's like if you're filling a forty nine er spot and you've got it really high, people might not be willing to pay as much for that spot. So I, I would definitely say that's probably the one of the tougher things there um yeah that was, no you know we got one we've got a goofy question here i think yeah no we definitely do i was gonna say you can't can't leave this question out yeah. we could um, <laughs> Cole, Cole will All be right. so mad at us hobby hobby underscore connect our buddy colton <laughs> ask what meal best pairs with a glass of ice cold milk um i can answer this it's cookies and or cake and or something sweet. It could be a Pop-Tart. I know Papillon's going to take what I just said and go 180 degrees with it, but Papillon's nah. the best uh, meal yeah. to go with a glass of ice cold milk. Yeah, so I know Colton agrees with me here because there's only really one answer, and that is spaghetti. <laughs> wow. 100%. Um, a nice big bowl of spaghetti, red sauce, meatballs. Um, if, if, if you got it like we got it, you know, a nice pot of gravy. Oh, yeah. No, I'm telling you, um, if, if you don't know, now you know. Spaghetti, glass of milk. It's just nothing hits like it, dog. Jeez. All right, well, if you guys want to attack Papillon for his food takes, I'm not going to stop you, okay? So I'm team, I'm team no spaghetti with milk, but Papillon is firmly on the spaghetti with milk team. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's easy to be right, you know? <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right, going into releases, recent releases. We got a bunch, man. This has been an insane first quarter of 2023 it's been not only did we get on the back end of it we got chrome bowman chrome and bowman draft together but now we're in the midst of bowman draft sapphire and bowman chrome sapphire what do you think of these products pop how do you feel about them i'm like i love all of these products first off uh yeah draft sapphire to me um it's it's a tough one it's tough. It is. The checklist feels tough. It feels tougher than the Bowman Chrome Sapphire checklist, which doesn't really make sense because when you go to their hobbies, I feel like it's the opposite. Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll tell you this. So it's interesting because last year, the rookie class in baseball was not nearly as good. Right? Like I don't think anybody – I don't think anybody's going to go to bat for the 21 21- – rookie baseball class this year we've got you know we've got j-rod show we've got wit we've got torque we've got wander we got o'neill you know pena i mean we've got some really solid rookies this year um 
So the thing with Bowman Draft is it's all first and non-first of prospects. There are no rookies. There are no veterans. It's a pure prospect product. You get two parallels per box, right? Typically, it's not more. Chrome, on the other hand, you can sometimes get three per box. <laughs> sometimes you can get, get four. You can sometimes get four. We've gotten seven <laughs> in one box. It's just there's more color to it. The checklist is theoretically bigger, but there are rookies. There are variations of said rookies. There's variations of prospects. They're still really good first. So to me, I think that's why it seems like a better rip. Um, that being said, obviously it depends on the prospects, right, or the rookies. Yeah. If you think Jackson Holiday and Elijah Green are going to be much better than, you know, Arias and Vaquero, then you might prefer Bowman Draft Sapphire. So, um, we also had the dropping of 2023 baseball series one. Oh yeah, man! There's a ton of rookies. This thing is loaded too, and I mean, obviously you gotta see how they play out. But I mean, it's pretty loaded. We finally get the Michael Harris rookie card, right? Finally, sideways, but finally, sideways. But finally, it's got the rookie cup. It's got the rookie. Hate them. Hate them so much. <laughs> yeah, I hate them so much because the reason I say that is because those those rookie cards you want to grade them. Yeah, the sideways slabs are the biggest travesty in the hobby. Yeah, and and they just forced it on what could end up being one of the better rookies, you know, of this yeah. class. No, I agree. I mean, and 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 so like. HGA tried to remedy that with the sideways slab. I think it looks weird. Yeah. So you're not wrong. But, I mean, we, we still, we've got Michael Harris. We've got, you know, Gunnar Henderson. we got Adley, Christopher Morrell, Corbin Carroll's auto only. But, I mean, there's some some big names that are coming up. And uh, it's it's definitely making me excited for 23 Chrome. Hopefully they don't botch it. I was going to say the whole 23 mm-hmm. tops lineup of baseball yeah. should be just as solid as 22. Yeah. Um, which to me, especially in retrospect, I think is just as solid as 2020. Um, 2022 is to me a little better, but I mean, yeah. I mean, dollars to donuts. I mean, especially the way Jordan's hitting 2020 is looking really good too. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. I mean, and, and I think the best thing about series one is the fact that they finally, finally have put SSP on the back of the photo variations. <laughs> so they actually have a gold foil lettering that says SSP. You don't have to read the fine print anymore? Dude, and it's like, okay, so like somebody as a breaker, if I'm breaking series one, which, you know, shout out to you, Pop, because I would never. But you have to go through and read those little tiny serial numbers and make sure that those are really base cards. You know what I mean? Because they don't always put them backwards. So having that is huge. Also, there's SSPs for every single team. Thanks to, I think it's called the, what is it, the Golden Mirror? Yeah. Um, so it's awesome. I think it's a solid product. I think people are really digging it. Jumbo boxes are going up in price, which is not very typical for a series one release. So yeah, I mean I think yeah. it's a good sign for the the hype of the class. Absolutely. Yeah. I would because twenty two didn't even do that. Correct. Yeah, twenty two series one was 
I mean, you had Wander, you had O'Neal. They didn't really pick up till you know what, series two with Julio, and even then, yeah, it didn't it didn't really take off until we got like Topps Chrome with the logo fractures and the SPs. Um, kind of went nuts after that. Topps is uh, Topps has been killing it with their their side sets. Yeah, I I know people are like, oh, they're dragging this thing through the mud, yada yada yada. Like I. I love Gilded. That stuff looks amazing. Logo yeah, Fractor was fire. Yeah. And then Ben Baller looks amazing. I'm excited to get into that. Yep. Um, the Sonic Chrome coming up looks really cool. Yeah. I, I mean, it's... Dude, here's the thing. They're printing a lot more. There's no denying that. Um, so, like, there is a dilution factor to it. Um, however, if like you're in it just to collect really cool looking cards, I think that's a you know having all of these different options might be a good thing. Well, so. and and I think I think for people that want to get deeper into you know the rabbit hole of collecting, um, like and you want to spend more money and get something more rare, like. You can get an out of fifty out of some of these sets that you wouldn't be able to get an out of fifty of their, you know, first Bowman. But sure. you might be able to get a really cool out of fifty in Cosmic or in Ben Baller. Yeah. Um and I think that kind of uh I think it opens it up a lot. Um and it, it just kind of makes things it makes some of the more rare stuff more reasonable because it's still numbered. It's still rare. Um, yeah, but it's just not the only out of five. You know what I mean? And, it, like, and also, it's, it's not garbage. Versions. You know, it's not right. the opposite where it's just like, you know, like Panini. Like, I, you know, I love me some Panini products. But, you know, they do stuff like Rookies and Stars that's like all paper. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's just like, ah. Uh, right. You know, yeah, series one, series it. one, it, it makes sense, and it has mm -hmm. like the the track record, and it's like a setup product. You know, you get series one, you get series two, you get Chrome. Um, yeah. but like, yeah, I I think uh, I think I I I'm really impressed personally with what Tops did with their sets, and I don't care what anyone says. Boom. Well, going backwards here from 23 Series 1, Ben Bollard just came out. We just got our case. Yeah, I'm sitting right next to you. And I think we're like a third filled already, which is cool. But, um, Pop, I know Ben Bollard is like one of your favorite sets of all time. It was one of the first baseball products you opened. What do you think about this year's Baller with the, you know, like the Julio SP, Wit SPs? Um, so Auto checklist is a little deeper than usual. Yeah, so I I think first off, you're right, Ben Baller. I I love the set. Um, I I like shiny stuff, and I think blinged out shiny stuff is even cooler. Um, so I know people, some people don't like it, uh, but I really enjoy it. And uh, and yeah, I think the they did like a black, like a frosted background this year instead of the chrome, which I think yeah. is is like really awesome. Um. I, it stands out for sure, more so than the last few years. I think the the SP thing can get a little old. Yeah. 
um, you know, the fact that he was an SP in Chrome. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, can we just yeah. get a product that has him? Um, right. But also... Give him a little more accessible to, like, the everyday collector, right? Exactly. But I like, will tell you this. this one, you know? Yeah. Right. So, like, I will say this. In Chrome, he didn't have any inserts. Chrome Lite, he didn't have any inserts. Logo Refractor, there were no inserts. In Ben Baller, my man J-Rod has inserts. I think he has two or three inserts. So they're, you're actually going to be able to pull... Like J Rod, quote unquote, commons. Yeah. Um, which is pretty neat. Well, and and there's like it, it becomes like a thing because there's not there's not like a base of that. It's just those yeah. Ben Baller inserts. Um yep. so so I think that's the that's the flip side of it is uh even a Ben Baller base short print Julio uh, is a really, really cool piece. Um, and graded and everything, I could see that doing well above a normal short print Julio Chrome, even though they're technically the same like level, non-numbered yeah. short prints. I, I I could totally see a world where that Ben Baller 10 would do better simply because it looks like a freaking short print. It looks like a, something special uh, because of that yeah. black background. So... We'll see. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Yeah, absolutely. And then uh, the last one on our list here is Donruss football. This kind of starts the, you know, we got series one. I guess you could call Donruss flagship <laughs> for football, right? Yeah. Um, so, so it, yeah. So I was, no. So I was gonna say. So I think with with Donruss, um, it's wild, bro. When we started in the hobby in twenty twenty. Donruss was coming out in I think September. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, then, then last year it was like November or December, and now this year it's February. And aside from Mosaic, there hasn't been any of Panini's main lines that have come out for football yet. Right. Um, so this is really like the first of them. Um, obviously, most of it's paper. Uh, but with the with Donruss, you get the downtown chase. Sure. Um, you get the Marvels chase, the night moves, and yeah, they the, put in a bunch of cool and, case hit inserts. Yep, yeah, and then the rookie premiums, the rookie premium set. So yeah, so yeah, and you get so, the optic preview too, right? Like yep. the optic. That's the first chance you have at getting like some optic, which is cool. I do like that. Yeah. So I. I think it's a I think it's a good product. I think it's crazy. We're running a six boxer for what we would have ran like a two or three boxer for in twenty twenty. Mm-hmm. Um so I think like that part of it's cool. Um the demand as far as, you know, consumers seems to be a little lower. Um because of the I don't know if it's like the they don't like the class or whatever. Um, but I think uh, I think over time people are really going to warm up to this class. I think there's like a lot of really good wide receivers, yeah. um, and then I think Kenny Pickett's probably going to be solid. Yeah. Um, Pittsburgh's like a pretty stable organization. It's um, a good environment. Yeah, sure. so I I could totally see a world where he's around for you know ten fifteen years, franchise guy. Yeah, and he mainly um, went to Pitt, you know, so it's like yeah. 
Yeah. It's just perfect. Yeah, so in that world, like, looking back, I feel like people are going to be like, man, this 2022 class. Um, but but with that, I think uh, I think everyone's waiting for Prism. Everyone's waiting for Optic. Everyone's waiting for the, the select, the juicy stuff. Um, but I'm excited that they're finally bringing something. We got Donruss. Um, get the ball rolling on the football stuff. Yeah, yeah. We need some optic. We need prism. We need to get that stuff out. We need to get it ripped, shipped, tipped, <laughs> lick, ship, ripped. Above. Yeah, all of the above, man. Um, You've been hanging yeah, out on our... Facebook too much, Enzo. Yeah, <laughs> I am in a couple Facebook groups, bro. You know how, it gets. <laughs> you know how sticky it gets. All right, <laughs> all right, guys. We're gonna lie this Chevy Silverado <laughs> bottoms. We're gonna run bottoms. <laughs> all right. Well, that concludes the releases portion for this week. Uh, baseball season's uh, just around the corner, man. Pitchers and catchers reported this week. What um? Who's your favorite rookie for this this class for series one? Who you, or maybe even series two? I um. I think you're gonna agree with me. I think Cassius is super slept on. I think he's gonna light it up. So I'm going with Tristan, the God. Yeah, I, I like Tristan, of course. I mean, we're homers, we're Red Sox fans, so we're gonna say that, of course. But also. <laughs> I think he had a really bad, you know, call-up experience, and I think it's going to get better, if that makes sense. I think he's going to really get into his groove. Um, you know, sometimes it's hard. You get called up at the end of the season or mid-season, and it's like you're coming into a team that's already established. They've got a flow. And I think, like, having him go to, you know, through spring training with the team, I think that'll help. I'm also really excited. For Jordan Walker. Yeah. Um, Jordan Walker, Chorio. We're going to see some... This could be a big rookie year. Yeah. There, there could be some absolute studs coming up. Um, I mean, Walker and Chorio are... Just, you know, by, by many are, are called ready. You know what I mean? Like, they yeah. can just pop in. So, we'll see how it plays out, man. Sometimes these guys get up and it's a little tough, but... Uh, Wait for Evan Carter an update too. You <laughs> oh, man, yeah. Update or series one next year for sure. All right. Well, um, that brings us to our next bullet point here. Last night, me and Pop ran a or Pop ran a Topps Chrome or, or a Bowman Chrome light break. It was two boxes, and we opened them, and there were no mini diamonds, so we opened two more. And there was one mini diamond per box. And we opened two more. And there was another one per box. Which is crazy. Now, if you're thinking, you're like, oh, cool, man. Sounds great. Those are supposed to have five mini diamonds per box. It literally says it on the box. It doesn't it's say on, on average. average. It's nope. five per box. It's not up to, it's not up to, you know, interpretation. So we had to... <laughs> We've contacted Tops about it. We're waiting to hear back from them how we should proceed. But, um, yeah, that was the first time that's ever happened to me. Definitely the first time it's ever happened to you. Well, dude, um, and, like, we were talking about it, like, as it was happening. Because, like, we opened the first box, and I'm like, Enzo, this is odd, bro. I'm not seeing any mini diamonds here. This is interesting. And I was like, we have color. It was weird because, like, 
we hit color almost as if they were like hobby boxes without autos is like what it felt like. Yeah. Um, it was just, it was so weird. Uh, we did hit a fuchsia wit though out of all of the craziness. Yeah, we hit a gold too, right? There was, there were some good cards. <laughs> I mean, hold up, I can pull up the uh, the hits? pull up the picture here. The weird hit pick with zero <laughs> mini diamonds. Um, let's see. Yeah, we hit a total of four mini diamonds. We hit a gold, uh, Victor Acosta non-first. We hit a an Aqua Yendry Rojas refractor Anthony Gutierrez. Uh, Fuchsia Wit and a speckle Brian Acuna. So I mean, there was some good stuff. Just no, just no mini diamonds. It was so weird. Diamonds. all the so the four mini diamonds we got were all vets or rookies, right? Actually, they were all vets. Yeah, four four for four vets. So it's like we were missing all of the prospects. Yeah, it was just so weird. So. Stay tuned. We'll we'll talk about our, our experience with tops and trying to get our money back and trying to get new boxes and we'll, we'll go through all of that on future episodes. I'm sure yeah. might be next year, but we'll do it. Um, yeah. All right. So um, one thing that has kind of changed since our last podcast pop is we now break for the break club discord as a part of the midwest box break marketplace that lives on iso commerce talk to me a little bit about break club discord you know your experiences with the community how we started breaking etc and obviously i'll chime in as well yeah so i um you know i followed ben since you know since i got into the hobby um, like I said, I kind of just started following people, and uh, he was someone I, I watched and, and learned from, and uh, funny enough, we had a bunch of conversations prior to Break Club, prior to any of that, um, just like personal, deep conversations, like we were boys, but like didn't know each other, um, <laughs> so um, eventually uh, he was telling me, hey, we're doing this, you know, this Break Club NFT, check it out. And um, I was like, this is great. And he's like, well, I, you know, eventually, eventually I want you and, you know, you and the boys to come and, you know, be a part of it and breaking it. And, and I was like, yeah, no, that'd be cool. And uh, I told, you know, I told you about it and, uh, you know, we started kind of joining the community. We, we got in, we got our tokens and, um, just kind of started to meet people, started to see what was going on. Um, and then, yeah, what was it? Probably like November, December. Mm-hmm. We, um, ben, ben reached out and, and wanted to do something more, uh, more official. And now we're, we're part of that, that, you know, the break club family. Um, and I say family and everyone's like, oh, you know, you know, Dominic Toretto family jokes. I get it. I get it. Um, <laughs> but, I got friends. But realistically, man, like I, I don't know of many other places in the hobby, outside of the hobby, where people really just like look out for each other. Um, you know, I'll get a mail day from somebody. Hey. I got the Eagles in a random team break and I don't even want them. Heck, I got somebody that was like, I got the Eagles in an auction break. They were a good price and I wanted you to have them. Um, 
but it's not just like you know, uh, I scratch your yeah. brack, you scratch mine type of thing. It's literally like everyone operates on that same energy. Um, and it yeah. just makes it fun. Like, you don't know what's going to happen. You show up and who knows what's going to happen. Um, mm-hmm. The support, uh, someone gets a hit, everyone's cheering people on. No one's like, oh, I missed my random. That should have been my box. No one does that. Everyone is supportive of each other. Um, yeah, try to get each other's, you know, PC teams and minis and everyone and... everyone wants to trade to help each other out. It's just like one of the coolest things I've ever been a part of. Um yeah. and really it just kind of matches what me and Enzo always love to do and always like to be about, which is just, you know, we want to be happy. We want other people to be happy. This is supposed to be fun. Mm-hmm. Um and like all of that kind of just gets embodied in the in the break club discord and uh that the community's just been freaking great yeah no absolutely it's a uh, you know for those of, of you that have known us a while you know we used to break under the um group of the league of extraordinary hobbyists the leh discord which we're still a part of still um you know doing <clears throat> but that's kind of how we started and and this is the next chapter for no flow so now we are you know under the midwest box breaks marketplace that's uh that's kind of what we're doing now and yeah i mean it's been going good we are currently and i'm gonna say this i hope ben i hope ben somehow hears this we are the number one seller in the midwest box breaks marketplace we're ahead of ben we're ahead of ben Ben himself in his in his own in his own domain that's right. That's right. And I hope he hears it. I hope he hears it. And he shouted us out on Twitter, so that was cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, make sure you guys check out Break Club NFT Discord. I mean, if you're into if you're into community, if you're into the hobby, if you're into NoFlow, um, go to either of our Twitters or the NoFlow Twitter. There's gonna be a Twitter link to Break Club. Um, click on that and you can get a link to um to join. It's free to join. Um, you know, there is a token component, so there are, you know, token holders, and if you have a token, there's definitely, there's perks, there's value, and, uh, feel free to DM us about that, we can go over it with you, um, but you don't have to have a token to be in the Discord, so there's people without one, and you can still come, you can still come hang out, join breaks, um, yeah, anything else you want to add on that, Pop? No, I think, I think you hit it, um, you don't have to have a token, um, no one really, no one's out here like pressuring you like, Hey, you got, you've been around long enough time to get one. Um, yeah. it's, it's a really great community. And, um, quite honestly, if you are around long enough, um, and you're a part of the community, uh, if you don't go find a token, a token will probably find you. Um, but that's just how this place works. So <laughs> facts, absolute facts. Um, all right. Well, I think the only thing left to cover here is our upcoming break. So, um, tomorrow night is our stream night. We stream on Thursdays and Saturdays mainly. Um, tomorrow night we've got an absolute slate. Could be a crazy 3 a.m. type finish night tomorrow. (laughs) Um, just not even, I wish I was joking, right? (laughs) I'm not joking. Um, so we've got the F1 Sapphire, um, case so that's 10 boxes of f1 that's pick your driver format we're down to like five spots in that from 19 
So that's most likely going. We've got a Star Wars two box Galaxy Chrome serial break. Got four spots left in that. That's gonna go. Um, we just dropped Ben Baller case. Pyt. We already got eight teams sold in that one. We'll we'll work to get that filled for tomorrow. Um, and then series one, we're only down to eleven teams in that. So that's you're like, wow, that's a lot. Yeah. But then we go to my end, and we've got two <laughs> Bowman breaks we're running. Um, Bowman Cella, as we call it. And that is uh that's kind of a Papillon Enzo brainchild. Started with Pop. I you know, we we talked about a name. Um basically it's two Bowman breaks and be on the lookout for those because usually the way we do it is each break is a certain price, but you can get a spot in both and get a discount. We call them wristbands to Bowman Cello. So um that one's gonna be a fun one as well. Yeah. I know Kenny's hyped. Yeah, birthday Bowman Cello for Kenny. Oh yeah, no man, my man's gonna be lit. Um, but yeah, no man, this was uh, this is good. Good to get back in the saddle. Um, we're gonna yeah. have some guests coming up, so let us know who you want to hear from in the hobby space, and uh, we'll try to make it happen. We'll try to have some guests on. Um, I know I'm going to badger Ivan until he eventually comes on. <laughs> um. You know, we should we should totally we should make Ivan and Koi come on. <laughs> yeah, right. You talking about my man, Cobra Koi? <laughs> yeah, no. Uh but uh, but no, it's been great working with Ivan and the uh the ISO team. Uh the team of engineers over there, they're great people. They've been a great help. Um make sure you check out ISO if you haven't already. Um, don't believe the nonsense you might hear. Um, it's it's a really, really awesome platform. Um, if you need help understanding how it all works, reach out to us. Um, don't go on your Twitter calling it a pyramid scheme. <laughs> don't, yeah, no. Don't do that. We, we can tell you how it all works out. You know, no secrets. Not a secret society. Um let us know. Make sure you guys check it out. Check out the Midwest Box Break Marketplace. There's, <laughs> there's, there's breaks on there, but there's also singles. There's auctions. A lot of times, Ben will do like $10 breaks, and they are absolute steals. Yeah. Um, be on the lookout. They fly quick. I'm talking like substance. Like you will get a bunch of cards uh, for a 10 buck random team. So, All right, man. I think that's it. That's all we got. Until right. next week, or the week after, or three months. Yeah, I mean, you never know. God willing, next week. God willing, next week. <laughs> <laughs> and until then, <laughs> no flotation. Let's ride.